0: Act 3 of Marion de Lorme by Victor Hugo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act 3, the comedy. Scene. The Castle of Nangis, a park in the style of Henry the IV. In the background on an elevation, the Castle of Nangis, part new, part old, is visible the old a castle keep with arches and turrets, the new a large brick house with corners of wrought stone and pointed roof. The large door of the castle keep is hung with black. From afar one distinguishes a coat of arms, that of the families of Nangis and of Savigny. Scene one. Monsieur de laffemas undress costume of a magistrate of the period. Marquis de Savigny, disguised as an officer of the regiment of anjou with black moustache and imperial and a plaster on the eye then you were present sir at the attack
1: sauvignet pulling his moustache i was his comrade had that honour sir
2: but he is dead the marquis de saverney
1: yes from a thrust in terse which burst the doublet then carved its cruel way between the ribs through to the chest and to the liver which as you well know makes blood the wound was fearful; 'twas horrible to see
2: he died at once
1: almost his agony was short i watched the spasm follow frenzy tetanus then came and after apisthotonos, there followed improstathonos. juice, so that i calculate tis false to say the blood passes the jugular Piquet and learned men should be condemned when they dissect live dogs to study about the lungs.
2: The poor Marquis is dead. A thrust is fatal. You are a doctor, sir, of medicine? No. You have studied it? Somewhat. In Aristotle. You can talk it well.
1: Faith, I've a most malicious sort of heart. I like destruction and find delight in evil. I love to kill, so that I thought I'd be a soldier or a doctor, sir, at twenty but i hesitated long and finally i chose the sword it's not so sure but twice as quick there was a time i confess where i longed to be a poet or an actor or an exhibitor of bears but then i like dinner and supper every day a plague upon the poetry and bears
2: with this open mind you studied verse
1: a little bit in aristotle yes
2: Zimaki knew
1: you he knew me as well as a lieutenant knows an upstart soldier I belong to Monsieur de Cossard first, who gave me to the Marquis's colonel. Poor the present, but we do the best we can. They made me officer. I'm worth as much as any, and I wear a black moustache. That is my history.
2: They sent you here to notify the uncle?
1: Yes. I came with Brichanteau, the cousin, and the corpse. He will be buried here,
2: where, if he'd lived, he would have had his wedding. Tell me how the old Marquis de Nangas bore the news. With calmness
1: without tears he loved him so as much as we love life having no children of his own he had but this one passion his nephew whom he dearly loved although they had not seen each other for five years
0: in the background the old marquis de nangis passes white hair pale countenance arms folded across his breast dress of the day of henry the fourth deep mourning the star and the ribbon of the order of the holy ghost he walks slowly. Nine guards in three rows follow. They are dressed in mourning, their halberds on their right shoulder, their muskets on their left. They keep within a short distance, stopping when he stops and continuing when he continues. Lafemas watching him pass. Poor man! He goes to the back and follows the marquis with his eyes. Savigny aside. My good old uncle. Brichanteau enters and goes to Saverny. Scene two. The same. Brichanteau.
3: Ah, two words. Laughing. <laughs> He's looking pretty well for a dead man.
0: Saverny, low, indicating the Marquis
1: who passes. Why do you make me grieve him, Brichanteau? I think we might explain it to him now oh let me try
3: no god forbid my friend his grief must be sincere he must weep much his woe is one good half of your disguise poor uncle he will find it out ere long
1: if sorrow has not killed him then joy will these shocks are dangerous to such old men
3: it must be done
1: i cannot bear to hear him laugh so bitterly and then weep then keep so still i hate to see him kiss that
3: coffin yes a fine coffin with no corpse in it
1: but i am dead and bleeding in his heart the
2: corpse lies
1: there
0: Lafamas coming back
2: alas the poor old man his eyes show plainly how he is suffering
0: brichanteau low to saverny
3: who is that surly looking man in black
0: saverny with gesture of ignorance some friend who's living at the castle brichanteau low
3: crows are also black and love the smell of death keep silence more than ever tis a face that's treacherous and evil it would make a madman prudent
0: the marquis de nangis re-enters he is still absorbed in a deep reverie he walks slowly does not appear to notice anyone, and seats himself upon a bank of turf scene three the same. Marquis de Nangis. Laffemas approaching the Marquis.
2: Marquis, we have lost March. He was a rare man, would have comforted your old age. I mingle my tears with yours. Young, handsome, good, not more could be desired. Obeying God, respecting women, strong, just in his actions, sensible in speech, a perfect nobleman whom all revere. To die so young, most cruel fate. Alas! The Marquis
0: lets his head fall on his hands. Savigny low to Brichanteau.
1: The devil take this funeral discourse. These praises but augment the old man's grief. Console him, you. Show him the other side.
0: Brichanteau to Lafamas
3: You are mistaken, sir. I was in the same grade. A bad comrade, this Saverny. "'A shiftless fellow, growing worse each day. "'Courageous. "'Every man is brave at twenty. "'His death is nothing much to boast about.' "'A duel?
2: "'Surely that is no great crime.'
0: "'Banteringly to Brichanteau, pointing to his sword. "'You are an officer.' "'Brichanteau, in the same tone, pointing to Lafermasy's wig.
3: "'A magistrate?'
0: Saverny, low. "'Go on.'
3: "'He was capricious, thankless.' and a liar, not worth any real regret. He went to church, but just to ogle girls. He was a gallant, a mere libertine, a fool.
0: Saverny, low.
3: Good, good. Intractable and stubborn. Rude to his officers. As to good looks, he had lost his. He limped, had a large wen upon his eye, from blonde had turned to red, and from round-shouldered had become hump-backed
0: saverny low enough
3: he gambled every one knows that he would have staked his soul on dice i'll wager that cards had eaten up his property his fortune galloped faster every night
0: saverny low pulling his sleeve enough good god your consolation is too strong
2: to speak so ill of a dead friend unpardonable
0: brichanteau indicating saverny
3: ask this gentleman
0: Oh, no, I beg to be excused. LAFAMAS affectionately
2: to the old marquis. My lord, we will comfort you. We have his murderer and we will hang him. We have kept him safe. His end is sure to Brichanteau and Savigny. But one can understand the marquis. There are jewels we all know. That cannot be avoided. But to fight with one named Didier,
0: Savigny aside. What? Did ye? The old Marquis, who has remained silent and motionless during all this scene, rises and goes out slowly on the side opposite where he came in. His guards follow him. laugh wiping away a tear and following him with his eyes. In truth, his
2: sorrow deeply touches me. Lackey running.
4: My lord!
3: Why can't you leave your master quiet?
4: It is the burial of the young Marquis what is the hour
3: you'll know it by and by
4: a few comedians have arrived here from the city they beg shelter for the night
3: the time's ill chosen for comedians but the law of hospitality holds good give them this barn
0: indicating a barn on the left lackey holding a letter
4: a letter tis important reading for a monsieur de la ferme
2: tis i give it to me Richanteau
0: low to Savigny, who has remained thoughtful in a corner.
3: Savigny, let us go. Come and arrange things for your funeral.
0: Pulling him by the sleeve.
3: What is it? Are you dreaming?
0: Savigny aside. Oh, Didier! They go out. Scene 4
2: Laffemas alone The seal of state, the great seal of red wax, come. This is business. Let me know at once. Reading. <clears throat> so, criminal lieutenant, we make it known to you that Didier, the assassin of the late Marquis Gasper, has fled. My God, that is unfortunate. <clears throat> A woman is with him, called Marianne de Lomay. We beg you to return as soon as possible. Quick, get me horses i who felt so sure another matter spoiled for want of sense outrageous of the two not one one dead escaped the other i will catch him though he exits enter a troop
0: of strolling actors men women and children in character costumes among them are marion and didier dressed as spaniards didier wears a great felt hat and is covered with a cloak scene v the comedians marion didier a lackey conducting the comedians to the barn
4: this is your lodging you're on the estate of the marquis de Nangis. behave well try to be quiet for some one is dead the burial is to-morrow above all don't mix your songs with the funeral chants which will be sung for him throughout the night.
5: Gracieux, small and hump-backed, will make less noise than do your hunting dogs, who bark around the legs of all who pass. Dogs are not actors, my
3: good friend.
0: Taibra to Gracieux,
3: be still; you'll cause us to sleep in the open air.
0: Lackey exits. Scaramouche to Marion and Didier, who until now have remained quietly apart.
6: Come let us talk now you belong to us why monsieur fled with madame on behind if you are a man and wife or lovers only escaping justice or black sorcerers who held madame a prisoner perhaps is not my business what i want to know is what you'll act chimene are best for you black eyes
0: marion makes a curtsey. didier aside indignant
4: to hear that mountebank speak thus
0: Scaramouche to Didier.
4: For you.
6: If you should want a splendid part, we need a bully, a long legged man, tremendous strides, a thundering voice. And when Orgon is robbed of wife or niece, you kill the moor and terminate the piece. Great part, high tragedy, twill suit you splendidly. Just as you please. Good. Don't say you to me. I like thou
0: with a profound obeisance.
6: Blustera, hail!
0: Didier aside.
6: What fools!
0: Scaramouche to the other actors.
6: Now eat, then we'll rehearse our parts.
0: All enter the barn except Marion and Didier. Scene 6 Marion, Didier, afterward, Gracieux, Sauvignet, afterwards, La Famasse. Didier, with bitter laugh, after a long silence,
4: "Ha! is bad enough, my Marion? Have I dragged you low enough? You wish to follow me? My destiny precipitates itself and crushes you, bound to its wheel. What are we come to now? I told you so." Marion, trembling
0: and clasping her hands,
4: "Do you reproach me, love? Oh, may I be accursed!" cursed first by heaven then cursed amongst men cursed throughout all my life cursed more than we are now if a reproach shall ever leave my lips for you what matter though all earth abandon me you're mine you are my savior refuge all my hope who duped the jailer filed my chains for me who came from heaven to follow me to hell who was a captive with the prisoner and exile with the fugitive ah who who else had heart so full of love and wit heart to sustain console deliver me great feeble woman have you not saved me from destiny alas and my own soul had you not pity on my nature crushed have you not loved one whom all others hate
0: marion weeping
4: it is my joy to love you be your slave leave me your eyes dear they enrapture me God willed, when placing soul within my flesh, a demon and an angel should guide me. Yet he was merciful. His love concealed the demon, but the angel he revealed. You are my Didier, master, lord of me. Your husband, am I not?
0: Marian aside.
4: Alas! What joy, when we have left this country far behind, to have you, call you wife as well as love. You will be willing? Answer. I will be your sister, and my brother you shall be. Oh, no! Refuse me not that ecstasy of knowing in God's sight you're mine alone. You're safe to trust my love in everything. The lover keeps you for the husband pure.
0: Marian aside.
4: Alas! If you knew how things torture me, to hear that actor talk affront you this. It is not least among our wretched woes to see you mixed with jugglers such as these, A chaste, exquisite flower mid this filth, you, amongst these women, steeped in infamy. Be prudent, Didier. God, I struggled hard against my anger. He said thou to you, when I, your love, your husband, hardly dare for fear of tarnishing that virgin brow. Be pleasant with them. It means life to you, and me as well. She's right. She's always right. Although each hour brings us increasing woe, You lavish on me love and joy and youth. How happens it these blessings come to me when royal kingdoms were small pay for them? To me, who give but anguish in return. Heaven gave you, yes, but hell binds you to me. For us to merit this unequal fate, what good can I have done? What evil you? My only blessings come from you, my love. If you say that, you think it, but it's wrong. Oh, yes, my star of destiny is bad. I know not whence I come, nor where I go; my whole horizon's dark. Love, hark to me! There's time yet. You can leave me and go back. Let me pursue the gloomy route alone. When all is ended and untired out, the couch that's waiting will be cold, ice cold, and narrow. There's not room enough for two. Go back. That couch, dark and mysterious. I'll share it with you. That at least is mine. Will you not listen? Can't you understand? You're tempting providence to cling to me. The years of anguish love may be so long. Your sweet eyes may grow sightless just from tears.
0: Marion lets her head fall on her hands.
4: I swear I draw the picture none too strong. Your future frightens me. I pity you. Go back.
0: Marion bursting into tears.
4: It were more kind to kill me, did you, than to talk thus?
0: Weeping. Oh, God! Didier taking her in his arms.
4: My darling hush, so many tears, I'd shed my blood for one. Do what you will, come, be my destiny, my glory, life, my virtue and my love. Answer me now I speak, sweet, do you hear?
0: He seats her on a bank of turf, Marion withdrawing herself from his arms.
4: You've hurt me,
0: Didier kneeling to her.
4: "'I, who'd gladly die for her?'
0: "'Marion smiling through her tears.
4: "'You made me cry, you cruel man.'
0: "'My beauty.' "'Sits on the bank beside her.
4: "'Just one sweet kiss upon your forehead, pure as is our love.' "'He kisses her
0: forehead. "'They look at each other with ecstasy.
4: "'Yes, look at me. "'Look thus. "'Look harder. "'Look until we die of looking.'
5: Gracieux entering.' Donna Chimine is wanted in the barn.
0: Marion rises hastily from Didier's side, at the same time that Gracieux enters. Savigny comes in. He stands in the background and looks attentively at Marion, without seeing Didier, who remains sitting on the bank and is hidden by a bush. Savigny, back without being seen, aside. Faith, tis Marion. What brings her here? Laughing chimeney gracieux to didier who is about to follow marion
5: oh no stay there my jealous friend i want to tease you devil take you marion low to
0: didier
7: hush restrain yourself
0: didier reseats himself she enters the barn savinier still back aside
1: what makes her roam the country in this fashion can he be the gallant who succoured me Who saved my life? Didier, it is indeed. Laffemas
0: enters in travelling costume and salutes Savigny.
2: I take my leave, sir.
0: Savigny bowing. You are going away? (laughs) Ha ha! He
2: laughs. What makes you laugh?
1: A very silly thing. I'll tell you. Guess whom I have recognised among those jugglers who have just arrived. Among
0: those jugglers? Savigny laughing still more. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Marion de l'orme. Laffemas with a start. Marion de l'orme? Didier, who has been looking at them fixedly all the time. Hein? He half rises from the bank. Savigny
1: still laughing. <laughs> I would like to send that news to Paris. Are you going there?
2: I am. And I will spread the news. Trust me. But are you sure you will recognize her?
1: Sure. Hurrah for France. We know our Marion. Feeling in his pocket. I think I have her portrait. Tender pledge of love. She had it done by the king's painter. Giving Laffemas a locket. Look
0: and compare them. Indicating the barn door. See her through that door in Spanish costume with a green petticoat. Laffemas looking from the locket to the barn. Did she? Marion Delorme
2: aside i have him now to savonier she must have a compagnon amongst these men it's likely
1: such fair ladies are not prudes and seldom travel around the world alone laffemas aside
2: i'll guard this door it will go hard indeed if i cannot capture that false actor here he's taken now no doubt of that goes out Savigny
0: watches the exit of Laffemas aside. "'I think I've done a foolish thing.' Taking Gracieux aside, who all this time has stood in a corner gesticulating, and running over his lines in a whisper.
1: "'Who is that lady
5: sitting within the shadow there?' Indicating the door of the barn. Chamine. Solemnly. "'My lord, I do not know her name. Ask him, this lord, her noble friend.' exits on the side of the
0: park scene seven didier
1: savinier savinier turning toward didier this gentleman tell me tis strange how hard he looks at me upon my soul tis he my man loud to didier if you were not in prison i should say that you resemble a-and
4: if you were not dead i'd say that you had the exact appearance of his blood beyond his head A man whom two short words of mine put in a tomb. Hush! You are Didier? Marquis Gaspard, you. T'was you who was somewhere a certain night.
1: T'is you to whom I owe my life. He opens his arms. Didier draws back.
4: Excuse surprise. I felt so sure I took it back.
1: Not so. You saved me. Did not kill me. Let me know what I can do for you. Do you desire a second, brother? A lieutenant, speak! What will you have? My blood? My wealth? My soul?
4: Not any of those things. That portrait there.
0: Saverny gives him the portrait. He looks at it, speaking with bitterness.
4: Yes, there's her brow, her black eyes, her white neck. Above all, there's her candid glance. How like!
0: You think so? This was made
4: for you, you say?
0: Saverny, bowing and
1: making an affirmative sign it was but now tis you whom she prefers you whom she loves and chooses amongst us all you are a happy man didier with loud and mocking laugh
4: ha yes am i
1: not accept my compliments she's a good girl and loves no one but men of family of such a mistress one can well be proud it's honourable and it gives one style tis in good taste if men ask who you are they say beloved of marion de lorme Didier gives him back the portrait. He refuses it. No, keep the portrait. Since the lady's yours, it should belong to you. Keep it, I pray. I thank you. Puts it in his breast. She is charming in that dress. So, you are my successor. One might say, as King Louis succeeded Faramont, the Brissacs both of them supplanted me. (laughs) Laughing. Then, yes, the cardinal himself came next. Then little Defiat then the three Sainte Mémé, the four argentians in her heart you'll find the best society (laughs) laughing a little numerous didier aside my god tell me about it some time now to be quite frank with you i pass for dead and in the morning shall be buried you must have escaped police and seneschals your marion can manage everything You joined a strolling company by chance. What a delightful history.
4: Yes, true. It is a
1: history. To get you out, she probably made love to all the jailers. Didier in a voice of thunder. Do you think that? You are not jealous, what? Oh, joke incredible of Marion. A man jealous of Marion. The poor child. Don't go and scold her. Have no fear.
0: Aside.
4: The angel. It was a demon. Oh, my God.
0: Enter Laffemas and Gracieux. Didier goes out. Savigny follows him. Scene eight. Laffemas, Gracieux. Gracieux to Laffemas.
5: My lord, I do not understand you. Aside. Humph. A costume of Alcade and a figure of police. Small eyes adorned with big eyebrows. I think he plays the part of alguazil in this locality.
0: Laffemas, pulling out his purse.
2: My friend,
0: Gracieux, drawing near, low to Laffemas,
5: my lord, I see. Chamin has interested you. You wish to know, Laffemas, low smiling, who is her Roderick? You mean her lover? Yes. Who groans beneath her spell? Laffemas, impatiently.
0: There is one? Of course. Laffemas, approaching him eagerly. Then show him to me quick. Gracieux with profound obeisance.
5: It's I, my lord. I'm mad about her.
0: You? Laffemas, disappointed, turns away with annoyance. Then he comes back and shakes his purse in Gracia's eyes and ears.
2: Know you the sound of ducats?
5: Heavenly tones.
0: Laffemas aside. I've got my didier. To Gracieux.
2: Do you see this purse? How much? Gold ducats. Twenty. Laffemas <laughs>
0: jingling the gold in his face. Will you? Gracieux grabbing the purse from him. Most certainly. With theatrical tone to Laffemas who listens anxiously.
5: My lord if your back bore just in the centre a great hump as big as is your belly and if those two bags were filled with louis sequins and doubloons in that case laffemas eagerly
2: well what would you do
0: gracieux putting the purse into his pocket
5: i'd take the whole of it and i would say
0: with profound obeisance
5: i thank you you are a gentleman Laffemas, aside,
0: furious.
2: Plague on the
0: monkey. Gracieux, aside, laughing.
5: The devil take the cat.
2: Laffemas, <laughs> aside. They have agreed on what to do if anyone suspects. Tis a conspiracy. They'll all be dumb. A curse of gypsy devils.
0: To Gracieux, who is going away.
2: Give me back my pus.
0: Gracieux turning around with tragic tone,
5: What do you take me for, my lord? What will the world think of us, pray? If you propose and I agree to anything so infamous as to sell for gold a life, my soul turns to go.
2: That is as you please, but give me back my money.
5: No, I keep my honor, sir, and we have no accounts to settle. He salutes him and re enters barn. Scene 9
2: Laffemas alone. <laughs> the wretched juggler! Pride in such best souls! If you some day should fall into my hands, unoccupied with better sort of game. But this will not find Didier. Now I cannot take all this crowd and put him to the torture. This is worse work than hunting needles in a haystack. Faith, a chemist's crucible bewitched I ought to have, which, eating up the lead and copper, would reveal at last the golden ingot hid by much alloy. Go to the gardener without my prize. Striking his brow, was that it? Is a clever thought. Oh joy, he is man.
0: Calling through the barn door.
2: Oh, gentlemen, comedians, one word, please.
0: The actors crowd out of the barn. Scene 10. The same, comedians, among them Marion and Didier, afterwards Savigny, afterwards Marquis de Nangis. Scaramouche to
2: Laffemas. What do you want with us? Without preamble. My lord, the Carinal. Commission me to find good actors, if there may be such within the provinces, to act the plays which he constructs in hours of leisure, when allowed by state affairs. In spite of care and earnest thought, his theatre declines and is no credit to a cardinal duke.
0: All the actors press eagerly forward. Savigny enters and watches the scene with curiosity. Gracieux aside, counting his money.
5: Twelve only? He said twenty,
2: the old scamp, he's robbed me. Let each one repeat some scene, that I may know your talents and may choose. Aside. If he gets out of that, this Didier is sharp. Allowed. Are you all
0: here? Marion stealthily approaches Didier and tries to lead him off. Gracieux going up to them.
5: Come with the others, you. Oh, heaven! Didier leaves her and joins the actors. She follows him. You're in luck to be with us. To have new clothes, get every day a feast, to speak the Cardinal's verses every night. A happy lot.
0: All the actors take their places before Laffemas, Marion and Didier among them. Didier does not look at Marion. His eyes are bent on the ground. His arms are folded underneath his cloak. Marion watches him anxiously. Gracieux at the head of the troop, aside. Who would have thought this crow recruited actors for the cardinal? Laffemas to Gracieux. First you. What do you play? Gracieux with a low bow and a pirouette which shows off his hump.
5: I'm called the sylph among the troop. This piece I know the best. He sings. On the bald heads of magistrates, enormous wigs are spread. Out of that fleece in due time come chains, gallows, tortures, dread. Whenever one called president shall shake his bigger head, let any barber, strolling fool, wash, powder, and pomade the hair which bald heads steal from beards. Let them be combed and frayed in shape of a right gorgeous wig. Your magistrate is made. The lawyer is a sea of words hurled wildly at the bench a killing kind of mixing up of latin and
2: bad french laffemas interrupting him you'll sing so false you'd make an eagle sick be still gracieux laughing i may sing
0: false the song is true laffemas to scaramouche it is your turn now scaramouche bowing
6: i'm scaramouche my lord the lady of honor, sir, I open thus.
0: Declaiming,
6: naught is so fine, said once a queen of Spain, as bishop at the altar, soldier in the field, unless it is a girl in bed, or robber on the gallows.
0: Laffemas interrupts Scaramouche with a gesture and signs to Tybara to speak. Tybara makes a profound obeisance, then draws himself up. Tybara with emphasis
3: as for me sir i'm taebra from Tibet, sir i come i've
2: punished a great khan i've captured the mogul choose something else
0: low to saverny who stands beside him a beauty eh this marion
1: it is one of our best if you prefer i will be charlemagne
3: the emperor of the west
0: declaiming with emphasis
3: strange destiny O heaven, I appeal to you! Bear witness unto my woe!
1: I must despoil myself, surrender my beloved one to another, I must endow my rival, fill his heart with joy, while my poor stomach stings with grief. Thus, birds, you can no more perch in the woods, thus, flies, you can no more buzz in the fields, thus, sheep, you can no longer wear your wool, thus, bulls, you can no longer raise the
2: plains. Good. to Savigny. listen the fine facet Pradamente by Garnier. what a poet to marion tis your turn my beauty first your name marion trembling i am Chimene. indeed Chimene. then you must have a lover he has killed a man in jul marion terrified oh heaven laffemas maliciously I have a good memory, if one escapes Marion aside. Great heaven Come, now let us hear your
0: scene. Marion, half turned toward Didier.
7: Since to arrest you in this fatal course, your life and honour are of no avail. If ever I have loved you, Rodrigue, defend yourself to save me from Don Sancho. Fight valiantly against a fearful fate, which must surrender me to one I hate. Shall I say more? Go, your defense shall be, your right to force my duty, seal my lips. If love for me still in your brave heart lies, go win this combat, for Chimeney is price.
0: Lafamas rises gallantly and kisses her hand. Marion is pale. She looks at Didier, who remains motionless with eyes on the ground.
2: No voice but yours could take so firm a hold upon the secret fibres of our art. You are adorable to saverney you cannot deny corneille is not worth Garnier after all tis true his verses have a finer ring since he is belonged unto the cardinal duke to marion what a complexion what fine eyes good god this is no place for you you are buried here sit down he sits and makes sign to marion to sit
0: beside him she draws back Marion low to Didier with anguish.
7: For God's sake, let me stay with you.
0: Laffemas smiling. Come sit by me, I say. Didier repulses Marion, who staggers terrified to the bench where Laffemas sits and falls upon it. Marion aside. Tis horrible. Laffemas smiling at Marion with an air of reproach. At last to Didier.
2: Now, sir, your turn. What is your name? Didier with gravity.
4: My name is Didier. Didier! Didier
0: Didier to Lafamas, who laughs triumphantly.
4: Yes, you can send all of them away. You've got your prey. Your prisoner himself takes up his chain. This joy has cost you a great deal of work.
0: Marion running to him. Didier! Didier with a freezing look.
4: Don't try to hinder me this time, madame.
0: She starts back and falls crushed upon the bank. To Laphemus.
4: I've watched you creeping close to me, you demon. In your eyes I've seen that glare of hellfire which illuminates your soul. I might have escaped your trap, a useless thing. But to see cunning wasted thus grieved me. Take me and get well paid for treachery.
0: Laphemus, with concentrated rage, trying to laugh.
2: You are not a comedian, it
4: would seem. It's you who played the comedy
2: not well but with the cardinal i'll write a play it is a tragedy you have a part
0: marion screams with horror didier turns from her with contempt
2: do not turn your head in such a lordly way we will admire your acting or never feel come recommend your soul to god my friend oh
0: god at this moment marquis de nangy passes across the back of the stage in the same attitude with his escort of halberders, marion's cry arrests him pale and silent he turns to the characters
2: laffemas to marquis de Nangis, marquis i claim your aid good news lend me your escort the murderer escaped our vigilance but we have recaptured him
0: marion throwing herself at laffemas's feet
2: oh pity for him
0: laffemas with gallantry at my feet madame "'Tis
2: I should kneel at yours.' Marion
0: on her knees, clasping her hands.
7: "'My lord the judge, have mercy upon others. If some day you hope a jealous judge more powerful than you are will be
2: merciful to you.' Laughamass, smiling. "'You are preaching us a sermon, I believe. Ah, madame, reign at balls and shine at fates, but do not preach us sermons. For your sake I would do anything. But he has killed.' It is a murder. Didier to Marion.
4: Rise.
0: Marion rises trembling.
4: You lie. It was a duel. Sir. I say you lie.
2: Have done. To Marion. Blood calls for blood. This rigor troubles me. I wish that he has killed. Killed whom? The young Marquis Gasper de Cervani.
0: Indicating Marquis de Nangy.
2: Nephew to him that worthy old man's there a rare young lord the greatest loss for france and for the king were he not dead i do not say that i my heart is not of stone and if
0: saverney taking a step forward the man you think dead is living i am he general astonishment laffemas starting casper de Sorveni
2: in miracle. there is his coffin
0: Savigny, tearing off his false moustache, his plaster and black wig. But he is not dead. Who recognises me? Marquis de Nangis, as if awakening from a dream, starts, and with a great cry throws himself into his nephew's arms.
7: Gaspard, my nephew, it is my child.
0: They remained locked in each other's arms. Marion, falling upon her knees and lifting her eyes to heaven,
4: is saved praise god
0: didier coldly to sauvigny
4: what is the use i wished to die
0: marion still on her knees
4: kind god you have protected him
0: didier continuing without listening to her
4: how otherwise could he have caught me in his trap think you my spur could not have crushed the spider's web which he had made to catch a gnat henceforth i ask no other boon than death this is no friendly gift from you who owe me life what does he say You must live
2: all is not over is it certain that this is the marquis it is we must have proof of it at once marion
0: indicating marquis de nangis who is still holding savigny in his arms
7: look at that old man how he smiles and weeps is that Gasbert
2: de savigny
7: what heart can question such a close embrace marquis de
0: nangis turning around
7: you ask if it is he gaspard
0: my son my soul to marion did he not ask if it was he
2: madame laffemas to marquis de nangis then you affirm that this man is your nephew he is gaspard de sarverni marquis de nangis with intensity i do according to the law i do arrest gaspard de sarverni in the king's name your sword.
0: Surprise and consternation among the characters.
4: My son! Oh, heaven! Another head. Yes, two were needed. Tis the least to bring this Roman Caesar one head in each hand. Speak! By
2: what right? Ask my lord cardinal. All who survive a duel fall beneath the ordnance. Give me your sword.
0: Didier looking at Savigny. Rash man. Savigny drawing his sword and presenting it to La Femasse. "'Tis here,' Marquis de Nangis stopping him. "'A moment. None is master here save me. I meet out justice high and low. Our sire the king would be no more than guest.' To Savigny, 'Give
2: "'Give up your sword to none but me.'
0: Savigny hands him his sword and clasps him in his arms.
2: "'In truth that is a feudal right quite out of date.' the cardinal might blame me for it but i would not willingly annoy you wretch laffemas bowing to marquis de Nangis so i consent you can return the favour by loaning me your guard in prison sir marquis de nangis
0: to his guards not so your sires were vassals to my
2: sires i forbid anyone to stir a step
0: laffemas with voice of thunder
2: my masters hark to me i am the judge of the secret tribunal criminal lieutenant to the cardinal conduct these men to prison four of you mount guard before each door. you are all responsible it would be rash to disobey when i command you to go here or there or do a deed if any hesitate it is because his head annoys him the guards terrified dragged the two prisoners off in
0: silence Marquis de Nangis turns away, indignant, and buries his face in his hands.
7: All is lost.
0: To Laffemas,
7: have pity, if in your heart.
2: Laffemas, low to Marion, if you will come tonight, I will tell you something. Marion, aside.
7: What is it he wants? His smiles are terrible. He has a gloomy, treacherous soul.
0: Turning with desperation to Didier. Didier. Didier coldly.
4: Farewell, madame.
0: Marion shuddering at the tone of his voice.
4: What have I done? Oh, miserable woman!
0: She sinks upon the bank.
4: Miserable, yes.
0: Saverny embraces Marquis de Nangis, then turns to Laffemas. Is your pay doubled when you bring two heads? Lackey entering to Marquis de Nangis.
4: My lord, the funeral preparations for the Marquis are now completed. I am sent to you to know what hour and day the ceremony will be performed.
2: Come back one month from now. The
0: guards lead off Didier and Savigny. End of Act Three